1: Welcome in, everyone, to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazar, and Brad Elam. I'm Joe Kraus. We, of course, thank our listening audience for tuning in. And David, we jump right to you. Uh, this is a very important show. What's happening today in real time uh, is something that we need to educate our audience about.
2: Yeah. Good morning, Joe. Absolutely. And um, we've got a lot. Today's show is going to be I guess a little bit, almost like a news report, right? There's so much economic data. So many things are happening in the marketplace, and you know, one of the things that Thrive has become known for is you know providing awareness, following up with education, and if necessary, providing leadership to have people be able to navigate through these tough, you know, challenging times. And I want to tell you, and look, the show today is not designed by any stretch of imagination to scare anybody, but it's to inform people. Um, There's a lot going on. We've got a lot of news to report. And uh, I think this is a show that'll be important. I'd really encourage our listening audience to kind of stay throughout the entire show. And always remember that, uh, you know, we post our show up as a podcast podcast on our website at thrivefinancialservices.com. And uh, there actually, I think, is a transcription that goes along with that podcast that you can get kind of the written transcription of it. So I would think this is a one, you know, you're going to want to re-listen to. You may want to get the notes on it. You want to certainly not take the, what we call the ostrich approach to things. You know, when, when ostrich gets scared, they, you know, I, I don't still know if it's, a, yeah, I don't know if that's actually factual. Um, but everybody believes it. I think see everybody does believe it.
3: Cartoons, you, so we see
2: it all the time real. on the cartoons that Karen and I still
1: watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't an- I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer to the question. Is it real or you not? Know, I don't we're know. We're to go to the <laughs> team <laughs> yeah.
2: resource to find out <laughs> yeah, if that's a reality. <laughs> exactly. But my point is, whether it's factual or fiction, um, you know, we don't want people to figuratively stick their head in the sand and wait for the problem to go away. We want, again, to provide that awareness, bring people's attention to things, especially if you're in that target area of retirement, either ready to get into retirement, or you've already entered retirement, right? We've said many, many times, you don't get a do-over, and the mistakes that pay people make in retirement, you know, not only can cost you tens of thousands of dollars, but they could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars and and really put a a good, well thought out, uh, active plan of retirement, put it off track. Um, And and a lot of times, especially with the way things are going geopolitically, macro, microeconomically, you may not have the time to recover during your retirement years. Now, look, again, I'm not trying to drive people and create fear. It's just really the awareness of it. We want to give the facts, right? We've always prided ourselves on this show that it is not an infomercial, right? You don't hear us talking about products. You don't hear us trying to sell anything. We want to provide information. Information and then become a resource for people to be able to lean on to get the answers that they need to make the right types of decisions. So I would definitely encourage people to go to our website at thrivefinancialservices.com and, um, you know, take a copy of this show today, get the transcription on it and um, study it. I think this is one. And if you need help, if you want you need help interpreting, you know, interpreting what's going on, you need help to see how it maybe is applicable for your financial situation, you can always give us a call at 215-798-9088. Schedule a call, discovery call, 15-20 minutes, half hour. You know, we call it kind of like a virtual cup of coffee together or actually come in and sit down, you know, bring in your information. Um, Let's sit down, do some analysis for you, go over it and see if you're kind of in a position that you got nothing to worry about, or we identify a few things that maybe need some fixing. I mean, that's what it really comes down to. The other thing I just want to kind of give a a little bit of a forecast to is in my segment at the end of the show, um, I've asked our team to prepare a pop-up on our website where all you would need to do is put your email address in and you'll be able to get a very quick copy of what I'm going to go over in the third segment of, the, or I guess the fourth segment of the show. And I think it'll be important after that segment, uh, not that any of the other segments are not important, but this will be a good takeaway for somebody to sit down and read and go, hmm, this is interesting. I have to kind of figure out uh, am I prepared? Do I have all my ducks in order? So on and so forth. So, again, I think a really important show, Joe.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, good stuff. And the one thing that I would say uh, quickly is that the website is a resource of a lot of information. There is a lot of information there. I'm on the website personally constantly. Um, the information that you can get to continue to educate yourself is amazing what's there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and we strive, our, you know, constantly striving to keep improving, improving, adding and adding. Um, and, and we hope it's being utilized because, um, you know, today there's a lot of misinformation. We really try to be a source of truth. And, you know, what we put out is valuable and applicable for the audience that we serve. So uh, I would really encourage people to do that. Karen, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be covering on today's show?
3: Um, so you may or may not know this, but it's actually a women's history month.
2: Of course I know that. You do? Of course.
3: Okay. Good for you.
2: How could I not? Absolutely. Of course.
3: Yes. Awesome. Um, so, um, women have made strides in the workforce, but still falling behind in the grand scheme of things. So I'm going to get on my soapbox about women, uh, educating themselves on, retirement and finances in general.
1: Good stuff. I love when you're up on the soapbox here. So well (laughs) done. Good stuff. David loves it. Brett, let's go to you. What
2: are you going to be covering in today's show?
4: Yeah, I'm going to share a story about a longtime listener, Janice. I'll I'll conclude uh, my segment talking about that. But the start of my segment is going to be talking about 10 troubling economic signs to watch and couple that with the jobs reports that just came out this week. So looking forward to sharing that with our listening audience.
2: Yeah. So uh, as a matter of fact, why don't we just kind of tip the hat on that one and talk about the jobs report real quick. I'm do to want to take away your thunder. Yeah. So
4: yesterday, um, yesterday morning, the the government was expecting about 200,000 jobs to be uh, established in the month of February. And it came out at $311,000. And that's- Nope, one, no, not dollars. Oh, pardon me, 311,000 new jobs. And that's one month after- they were expecting a hundred and eighty thousand new jobs, and if you remember last month, we had reported as it came in over a half million new jobs. While that sounds great, we're going to talk about what all that leads to um, uh, throughout the show today.
2: Yeah. So uh, yeah, again, I, I'm very anxious about today's show. Like even with Brett, like I'm holding back, like kind of commenting on a few of the things that are happening. You know, one of the unique perspectives that specifically Brett and I bring to the financial planning world is that Brett and I were previously bankers right? So we lived in the banking space and we have you know, an approach and a lens that we look through that is is banking, right? And how the monetary system works, um, how banks make money on spread incomes and fee incomes and things of that sort. And a lot of the news this past week has been related to the banking industry. And it's something that I actually have been talking about, um, forecasting about for Really, since the end of 2019, and I wrote a couple of letters about that, and that's what we're going to post up on the website so people can see it was, it was a number of very sophisticated clients of ours inquiring on that perspective, and um, you know, again, look, I'm not, I don't know if the right term is prognosticator, or is that is that what uh, you know, kind of when you forecast what's going to happen out there in the future, but um, it's a little remarkable that what I wrote in that letter to you know in 2019 is happening real time today and i think it's been staved off over the period of time the gap in time because the fed kept interest rates so low for so long incorrectly we're now going to unfortunately start to unravel the badness of that mistake that the fed made so yeah we're going to talk about it i hope you continue to listen in
1: Roadmap to Retirement, a radio show. Back in a moment. You are cordially invited to get registered for the March 16th event at the William Penn Inn. Starting time is 6 p.m. Join David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam and the entire Thrive team. Get educated, get registered. Do it right now. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. That's March 16th at the William Penn Inn. Starting time is 6 p.m. Get registered, ThriveFinancialServices.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, as we go into each commercial break today, we'll give you an updated opportunity to get registered for one of the upcoming workshops, or just go to ThriveFinancialServices.com. And if you miss any of today's show, or as David suggested in the opening segment, to re-listen to today's show, uh, you can download the podcast with a transcription right from thrivefinancialservices.com. Brett, over to you, sir. Yes, yeah, so I want to jump right into this, uh, today's segment talking about
4: 10 troubling economic signs to watch for. So These actually came um, out this week from CEO Jeffrey Gunlack with Double Line Capital founder and CEO and billionaire. So Let's plow right into this list because I think I want to tie it into a, um, a story of, uh, of a client of ours. And before I do that, I want to give a real quick shout out to Bill. longtime uh, radio listener had given us a call this past week and his feedback was, my gosh, have you guys really grown over the last five years since he came back in to, to see us and we're going to meet with him again next week. So just quick shout out and appreciate the feedback just related to that.
1: Yeah. Great stuff from Bill. And he is 100% right, by the way. You have grown.
4: We have grown. That's it. So, looking forward to seeing him this week. So, let's jump jump into number one, 10 economic signs uh, of things, troubling signs of things to watch for. Here's number one. The 60-40 portfolio, which we talk about has problems, they're lagging. What does that mean? If you're looking for a rate of return off of a 60-40 portfolio, you can actually put your money in cash and outpace the stock market. Number one, that, no wonder why people aren't plowing money into the market right now, because you can be safe and get more yield than putting the money into the market. Here's number two. is an important one. Consumers are piling on debt. Credit card debt is back. Please realize, people don't wake up all of a sudden one day and say, you know what? I think I'm going to run up my credit card debt today. It's unreasonable. People don't do that. The reason that credit cards are being run up, this thing called inflation. Food prices, energy prices, higher rents, higher car prices, gasoline, Again, there's the need for those necessities, and if people don't have that money and its interest rates, as David said in the last segment, continue to go up, 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 people are now having to borrow money and the damage and the crisis behind that is now interest rates are significantly higher so now these payments on these credit cards are going to swa- start swallowing people up too and it's understanding that delinquencies in the consumer market are most pronounced on credit cards so if you're a consumer and you have a credit card that you haven't used in a while do not be surprised they just automatically shut them down because they're trying to get rid of that exposure number 3 strong jobs data state of the union earlier this year you heard the president come out and said I'm doing a phenomenal job and how I created all these jobs my gosh please understand the whole story of what the devastation of what that all leads to. So we've talked about it in the opening segment that 311,000 jobs were created last month in February. While that sounds great, significantly higher than what was expected. And while we've talked about the Fed looking to curb back the, the magnitude and how quick um, they're going to increase interest rates. If I'm a betting person, I bet you the quarter point moves on interest rates are gone and we're going back to a half Um, And David talked about the two-year treasury just a moment ago and understanding that almost a chart going back to 1987 showing the Fed Reserve's target interest rates almost follow that two-year treasury note. And David talked about how it's now gone over 2%. And I can almost pretty much tell you it's going to continue to rise up as well. You got leading economic indicators. Number four, look horrendous. Um, Pretty much what's coming out of there is everything's showing up as recessionary. Um, You have the purchasing managers index suggest that the recession's going to start like today. Um, You have the Institute for Supply Management New Orders said, we're very close to a recession. Um, When you go look at the yield curve between the 10-year treasury and the two-year treasury, and again, it's a two-year treasury over the 10, and you start, typically you see uh, the yield curve steepen away from each other, signals of an unhealthy economy. Keep our eyes open of things to come because these signals are now here. Number five, The Fed expects unemployment to rise. So while we just had an incredible jobs report, it's as simple as this. While unemployment is now at that low of 3.4, I don't think anyone believes that number anymore, the Fed's rising unemployment forecast indicates a recession and not a mild one. Please understanding that 74% of of the country's population are within states that are seeing significant job losses. David, I'm sure, is going to talk about the banks, but you talk about the mortgage industry and and so forth and so on. I'm going to continue going through that as well. This is an interesting one. Um, Number six, the Fed tightening is a negative sign for the FANG stocks. What are the FANG stocks? These are your tech guys. Facebook, Meta, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Microsoft, et cetera. Typically, their their, uh, performance is very closely related and corresponds to the Fed's balance sheet. And this is what I'm sharing is that the Fed is now committed to continuing quantitative uh, tightening. He said, one should not own the fangs because of that very powerful correlation. And understand that you've already gotten slammed over the past year. And they're talking about here you're just going to continue to get slammed with these interest rates. And we know so many people have made so much money in those stocks. And the reason they're not selling is because of the taxes. Well, guess what? You can get rid of your tax problem. Just let the value go away from you. So we want to start considering these things. And gang, I'm here sharing on today's segment. I'm on getting ready to go to number seven. These are not good signals. And these are all reasons of why we offer that complimentary your roadmap to thrive process because I need people to be aware of everything that's going on because I'm going to conclude this segment talking about Janice as well. And my encouragement is if you're hearing these things and you're looking for that second opinion is give us a call at 215-798-9088 because if there's no better time for a second opinion, especially if you're just taking that conventional wisdom route or that ostrich in the sand route, we got to pop our head up and start being proactively to these things. Number seven. An increase in volatility looks likely. The VIX indicator often moves fairly in sync with the 12-month U.S. recession probability, but not this time. People are always looking for always, 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 but noting that the VIX now looks very depressed versus the recession probability, and we expect the VIX to rise very quickly here in the near-term future. Number eight, rising mortgage rates are making housing less affordable. Interesting statistic. Housing affordability is at a record low with housing less affordable now than 2006, the previous least affordable housing market. And that there was no garbage financing this time. Remember all those crazy sophisticated mortgages that took the economy down. You don't even have those this time. And so when we understand where interest rates are at today, over 7% on a 30-year mortgage versus 3% not too long ago, you're going to start seeing that shift and the the cause and effect to inevitably the housing market as well. Number nine, this is a crazy one. It's time to exit lower level high-yield bonds. You normally see a 12-month lag on the high-yield bond market, versus where interest rates have gone up. Well, gang, interest rates started going up last March. And this gentleman, Jeffrey Gunlack, is predicting we're going to see record defaults in the bond market as the next couple months unfold, and especially as the Fed continues to push interest rates up. And then number 10, the U.S. deficit and Social Security need fixing fast. Never heard that one before, but let me put, some, put a spin on this. And this one was interesting. So you've we, heard forever, hey, Social Security, we're going to run out of money. We're going to run out of money in 2032 and all that stuff. Dot, dot, dot. If there's no recession, they're now calling for this looming recession that may now be here. Social Security running out of money in 2028. That's five years from now. There has to be reform. You're hearing some drastic measures on Congress right now and looking at a lot of that reform. And it, and it brings me to my story on Janice, 66-year-old female, single, She had $3 million. When I met her in December, it was down to $2.3 million. So she had gotten whacked in the market over the past year, meaning it had gone down. She gets all her stock advice by watching this gentleman named Jim Cramer on CNBC. Um, We talked about that a little bit. She gets about $3,500 a month between her pension and Social Security. But with her quality of life, she needs $11,000 a month to live on. So I sat down and we we spoke about, okay, because she was all in the market, all in the market. And I said, Janice, let me show you two different scenarios and just arbitrary interest rates. And in the very first scenario, A, I'll call it, where you just keep everything as is, her money was gone in 13 years to be able to pull money out of her account to maintain her quality of life, because we have to adjust for inflation now too. Don't forget that one. And then I showed her scenario B, which was another arbitrary bunch of interest rates. And it showed that she was even after 20 years, meaning she still had 2.3 million dollars and I said, "Well, which one are you going to fall on?" And she looked at me and she said, "I don't know." I go, "That's exactly right, you don't know." And we've talked about all the problems with the modern portfolio theory over the last couple months. We've talked about this this concept called sequence of returns risk. I go, "And you know what? What we're living in right now feels a lot more like scenario than scenario B." And she goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "Scenario B didn't show you a big decline in the market." for quite a few years to come. Scenario A, we're showing a decline in your returns right away, which is where we're at today into the stock market. She goes, yeah. And this is a crapshoot. I don't know if I'm ever going to win because the word she goes, I never want to hear coming out of anyone's mouth about me. I go, what's that? Houston? We have a problem. And I go, I just gave you 10 reasons on, on today's show of economic signs of the problem is now looming. We sat down and went through scenario C. Scenario C, when I sat down with Janice, created a bunch of different buckets that talked about timing of things, spend down strategies, accounted for emergencies, accounted for liquidity. She gave up some upside because what was she looking for? 100% peace of mind. She doesn't have any beneficiaries. She goes, I want peace of mind and security that I know I deserve that I busted my hump. And now I'm not working. and I'm watching this all erode from me. I said, you don't need to have all that money because the comment I made to her is risk is for people who don't have what you have. It's your job to make sure you don't lose. You can continue to play the game and you could still win like in scenario B. But what happens if it's scenario A and you lose? And I know how passionate you are about your quality of life and maintaining inflation and preparing for emergencies and so forth is let's start looking at scenario C. Again, start getting rid of the way that everybody else does, does things and start pulling things together, bucketizing them. So if you just heard that segment and you're bouncing between, am I going to be falling into scenario A or scenario B? And my advisor just keeps on telling me to hang in there, or maybe it's yourself, just hang in there. You're leaving things up to chance. My encouragement is you want a review of what scenario C could look like for you to give you that peace of mind and security that you deserve. My encouragement and my asking is you want to give us a call today at 215-798-9088 and schedule your roadmap to review session, whether it's that virtual cup of coffee like David spoke about, or you want to come in and sit down with us in our office, there's no better time than the present with everything that's going on in the economy to go get that second opinion. Because the number one thing that we hear from people in retirement is I just want to have that peace of mind that I know that check's going to be there month in and month out, and it's not going to outlive me at the end of the day.
1: And as we go to the break, if I can just encourage the listening audience to at least take the first step um, and begin the process. Start with the conversation. Uh, Great stuff, uh, Brett. Thank you so much. We'll get to a commercial break. We'll update you on a workshop in the break. Back in a moment.
0: This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners
1: welcome back everyone to roadmap to retirement the radio show this is the part in the program where if I had a drum roll I would actually play the drum roll because Karen we do have the answer to the question uh, on the ostrich does the ostrich bury its head in the sand is it true is it what's what's the story it
3: is not true and actually what it what they said is that they do not bury their heads in the sand however they do bury lay flat when somebody or an animal is trying to get them. So that's what they do. Huh. They lay flat. They don't stick their heads in the sand. They put their heads in the sand only when they're uh, checking their eggs. So there you go.
1: Well, um, laying, f- uh, okay. laying flat could be similar to burying yourself in the sand. Or burying your could, head in the sand, right. that's Perhaps. Sounds like a whole other show. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: But interestingly enough, that is, uh, you know, when you do the Google search, like why do, and you start with one letter, that was probably, it was like that popped up.
1: Well, so yeah, others have you asked go. that question. There
3: you go. But I will tell you, if you're looking for financial advice, don't Google it. You want to talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, so thrivefinancialservices.com, dot com. If you're driving your car right now, good good place to start. Lots of information, and if you want to contact us or check out our upcoming workshops, that's where you want to go. So I'm going to start off uh, reading a little bit. Again, it's Women's History Month, and um, There's a website I like to go to. It's called wiserwomen.org. It's W-I-S-E-R, women.org. And this is what they say. Um, It was actually, let me get her name. It's the president of um, Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement. That's what the acronym stands for, Cindy Hounsel. And it says... um, Many women still face serious retirement challenges, and here's, again, the reason why. Lower wages and gaps in earnings, plus a longer life expectancy than men, make it even harder for women to make their savings last longer. For most women, learning about Social Security and how to maximize benefits is critically important to their financial security. Working women who lack financial knowledge often feel less confident when making their financial decisions. Consequently, they are more likely to put off planning for retirement. So isn't that sad? So I'm here to tell you, please give us a call if you're more comfortable, if you're a woman and you're more comfortable with another woman, guess what? We have women that can sit with you and answer any questions that you have. Uh, Again, our number is 215-798-9088. So, I was reading an article and uh, the headline is Investing is a Must for Women to Achieve a Secure Retirement. And they have some steps. They say they gave us three steps that are helpful when you're looking to plan for retirement and looking to plan for um, uh, investing. And surprisingly enough, this isn't the first time I, I talked about this on the show and it's not the first time that I actually. Um, Read about it, but women actually tend to outperform men when it comes to investing, which is um, which is great. But they still have a risk of falling behind because they're not investing enough, and not not enough women are doing it. But statistically speaking, they tend to outperform men. I'm not. I'm sure we can dive into that more in another show. But that's that's a, a statistic. So where are you, right? So here's the three things you want to do. You want to take stock of where you are now, number one. Number two, you want to start with a tiny step forward. And number three, you want to choose to educate yourself every day. So I'm going to go back to uh, number one, you want to take stock of where you are now. So right, big life challenges uh, happen to women. Divorce, death, having children, taking care of a sick parent. So it might force a woman to take control of her finances in a different way. So even if one of these life events have been thrust upon you, it's a good idea to kind of brush up on your cash flow, including your total income and expenses. And what I would say is you can't make good decisions unless you know what you have, and you don't have and then build a plan you have to grow your assets over time, right? So if you don't know what you have, you don't know what you need to save for retirement, how are you going to plan for retirement? So uh, if you come meet with us, when our first meeting, we uh, will send you via usually email is something called the retirement planning analysis. And that's where we really take stock and uh, help couples or help individuals really take a A look if they haven't been there already, a real detailed look at what retirement, what they need for retirement and what they have for retirement. So in our process, we send that retirement planning analysis and we ask things, uh, you know, we want to know what your current assets are. Again, we don't need social security numbers. We don't need um, any account numbers, but we need to see what you have saved, where you have it saved. Real important, what your cash flow is? What are your monthly expenses in retirement? A lot of people kind of forget um, certain things. You know, definitely a big one is health insurance once you're retired. And we ask, what are your goals? What do you want to do when you're retired? Where are you gonna live? These are all things we think about. That sometimes when we, uh, I've gotten the comment a few times, is that was a, a good homework assignment because it made them number one really take a look at things and number two. Uh, we ask about life insurance policies, uh, certain assets, and they start going around their house trying to find everything. And they're like, we, we couldn't find our tax return from two years ago and things of that nature. So really good, uh, it's a real good exercise in general is to understand all that. Uh, number two was start with a tiny step forward. So, So they say the biggest factor that holds women back from investing more is a lack of education. So understandably, it kind of feels scary if you're not sure where you're, going Or what you're doing. So um, just a tiny step forward. So if you haven't started uh, saving for retirement, you know, you might be younger in your 40s at this point or 50s listening to the show. Take that step. Start investing in your 401k if you have a job. Or if you're start with an IRA and you have to start with a certain amount of money each month, but at least take the step to start doing that. Or take the step to give us a call at 215-798-9088. And we will guide you and educate you in that process. Um, and number three, choose to educate yourself every day, right? Uh, to improve your financial literacy and become a better investor, you got to make a commitment to educate yourself every day. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time. I talked about wiserwomen.org. That's a great website, it's a nonprofit organization. They really are focused on helping women secure um, a safe and healthy retirement. Uh, or take a look at our website please give us a call, 215-798-9088. You'll meet with uh, an advisor face-to-face. All of our advisors are fiduciaries. We do more than look at your assets. We take a look at, uh, Brett kind of discussed earlier with the the, uh, Janice, I think you said her name was. Uh, We did a stress analysis. And in that stress analysis, we take a look at what's retirement going to look like. We do include, um, we include, Inflation. We include uh, markets going down, markets going up. Help, help, healthcare health crisis. We do it in-depth social security analysis, and we take a look at what taxes might look like once you're retired, once you're taking social security. All of this is integral in having a, a good roadmap to thrive in your retirement. So, please, we uh, look forward to maybe seeing you at an upcoming workshop. Maybe seeing us here in the office two one five seven nine eight ninety eighty
1: eight. Yeah, you know one of the things I love most as we get ready to go to the break. One of the things I love most, and I always think about it every every week that we record, is that each individual remain and their and and their situation. Is individual to what you're able to create for them based on what you, based on the analysis and right. that data that they provide. So it's not a umbrella blanket not process. No, it is not at all. So that is definitely one of the things um, that I think is so important. Roadmap to retirement, the radio show. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Time now to shift to David Bazaar, waiting David for uh, your segment, as you talked about in the opening uh, of our show today.
2: Yeah, before I jump into it, and I'm going to piggyback on a little bit of what Karen and Brett said, but you know, I, I want to start with this question. You know, if you if you work with a financial advisor, or you're a do-it-yourselfer right now, and you're in that target zone of retirement. You got to ask yourself, is your financial advisor, are you yourself, if you're managing, asking the right questions, right? Are, are they talking to you about how will pending tax law changes impact my retirement? Do I have a future income tax issue and what can be done to improve my situation? Will I be impacted by Medicare surcharges? And if so, what can be done to mitigate that? Uh, Do Roth conversions make sense for my situation? If so, when should I do them? How much should I do? And how often should I do them? Do I do them all at once or do I do them kind of sequentially? Um, Will my current tax situation be affected by required minimum distributions when they start? Um, Can you provide tax strategies to mitigate the tax owed if you decide to do tax conversions? how has the SECURE Act changed your estate and legacy planning? Are there more bills and tax law changes coming down the pike that I should be aware of? These are questions that you should be asking of yourself or of the financial professional you work with. Does my written income plan factor in the inflation that we're seeing and will inflation stay at the current rate that it has? Um, Should I adjust my investment portfolio based on current economic outlook? Those are just a few of the questions, right? Like Thrive has become known to, you know, to create awareness in people. And we do that by starting conversations that people didn't necessarily know they needed to have. And we instigate those conversations by asking people questions that they didn't know they needed answers to. Those were samples of the questions that instigate these conversations, so again, you know, I, look, I know it's tough, right? I mean, if you're working with a financial advisor and there's loyalty there and you've been working with them for 20 years or whatever it is, first of all, listen, we're not trying to steal you from anybody. Right? We're not trying to steal clients away from other people. What we are looking to do is. Provide a better alternative, and if that alternative suits you, it's suitable, it's proper, it gives you the right advice, it gives you the right comfort. Then and only then should you consider potentially working with us. That's what we do, right? So um, I just wanted to share that real quick. Um, if you think it might be the time that you want to start considering, I need to find more information. I have to evaluate: am I getting the best for the dollar that I'm spending right now to really secure my future. If you want to kind of figure out that, you should give us a call, right? 215-798-9088, or come out to one of the workshops that you heard about, one of the dinner seminars that we do uh, during the break, or go to our website and just register for a full-blown appointment. Come on, there's no obligation. We'll be happy to talk to you. All right, so now let's jump into some current news, some current events. Um. This week has been interesting, right? We saw the two-year treasury go over 5%, the 10-year treasury go over 4%. We saw what looks like, Joe, and you know this intimately, because you have family members that are kind of involved uh, or impacted, let's say, and, and you know in a good situation, they kind of avoided the impact of maybe the first bank failure, that we've seen big bank failure, and not big bank in the sense of a, a Chase or JP Morgan or that, but a big regional, 16th largest bank in the United States, Silicon Valley Bank, um, looks like it's gonna fail, right? That's a big deal. And some of that is predicted, and I will tell you in this letter that I wrote to a client back in 2019, these were some of the forecasts that I had made based on the fact. That from my studies, what happened during the Great Recession and the financial crisis was never really fixed. Right? They put the Dodd Frank bill into place, they put all kinds of severe regulations into place, they put all kinds of stress testing into place, but some of the fundamental, what I call plumbing, right the monetary policy of how money flows between big institutions and smaller institutions was never really fixed and then all of that really got exacerbated because the fed during you know the couple past administrations have kept interest rates so low it kind of artificially kept things under cover so these things have now started to bubble up. And some of the concern, Joe, is that this potential failure of this relatively large regional bank may be a contagion. A contagion means it spread it could spread into our monetary system. The Fed and this is not my Uh, You know, this is not my opinion. This is what a lot of people, economists wise, are saying look, the Fed is making mistakes. It's way too aggressive. And, you know, we have an upcoming Fed meeting, and the prediction was that we could have another 50 basis point increase. Now, with this banking crisis potentially happening, they may come off of that a little bit where we're not sure. So, let me talk a little bit about some of the fundamental problems that are having. Banks make money based upon they borrow low, which means that they call that the short side of the interest rate curve. So they borrow low. Short term, you tend to get lower interest rates. So you borrow money cheaply. Now, corporations have been doing that for a number of years because money was so cheap, they could borrow money to buy back their own shares, which actually artificially increases the value on the share price of those big corporations. But because interest rates have been climbing, we're seeing a lot less of that. Well, when it comes to the banking side, their idea was to borrow low and then they would lend it back out on the long side of the curve in like mortgages, right? 30-year mortgages and things of that sort. So they would make the spread between the 2-year treasury and the 30-year treasury. And it, you know, again, the yield curve is supposed to be that the shorter term gives you lower interest rates, the longer maturities give you much higher interest rates. Well, that's been completely inverted to the point Joe where the two year treasury at 5% is so attractive right now to investors that instead of lending m- money to the bank, right, in deposits to get a return, they're bypassing the banks and going directly to the treasury. So now, banks are not getting the deposits that they've you know enjoyed for so long at low interest rates to lend back on that spread. That money's starting to dry up. And that's what we saw at, you know at Silicon Valley Bank, is people started pulling their money out like crazy. So people are getting wise and saying, well, why would I go put my money in a CD that's paying me 2% when I could go to the Treasury and have the full faith, backed by the United States and get a maturity of two years, get my principal back, and I make 5% on that money. So now what it's doing, the Fed is actually forcing the banks to have to borrow at higher interest rates, which is going to reduce... It's going to do one of two things. It's going to make lending for the consumer, which Brett talked about, at a much higher rate, which is going to completely slow down the housing market, consumer spending will dry up because people, right, we saw on Tuesday of last week, it came out at a report that we topped $1.2 trillion for the first time of consumer debt on credit cards. All that stimulus money has been spent. People are now back to spending money on credit cards. So we'll see a consumer that starts to have challenges. And when that happens, the stock market will follow. There's a lot more to the story than that, Joe, and I'm sorry I didn't get to you know all the detail of the letter. But I wrote this letter and I now have it in kind of a in a form that you can download this and you'll see kind of all the sequential bullet points of these things that we talked about back in 2019 actually coming to fruition right now. I'll give you a couple, just I'll read a little bit out of it. you know, so uh, a couple of things like, and, and, and Brett and I and Karen, you know, we've been investors, stock guys primarily, not f- fixed income. But fixed income rates were so low. Why? Because governments and politicians printed and spent too much money. And now governments have too much debt and they must pay it back. What they're hoping for, this is back in 2019, what they're hoping to pay back this debt with is inflated dollars. Where's the dollar today? It's at the highest point it's been in 40 years. It took a couple years to get there, but the dollar is so strong that the government wanted to pay back the debt that they incurred by driving interest rates up, pushing inflation higher, getting all of that to happen so they can pay down that debt a lot easier. Um, what'll happen though is government will co- not ours hopefully, but other governments you'll start to see collapse due to fiscal problems, devalued currencies, runaway inflation. It's not good for equities, right? It's a balancing act. Um, now, I wrote a couple of funny things in there, right? Other bad events for the stock markets would be extraterrestrials decide to visit. That's now, awesome. what's, what's interesting about that Two years ago, I wrote that as a joke, but, you know, kind of the news over the past couple of months, you know, all these UFOs that are starting to be identified out there. It's like, maybe I really, you know, Mm -hmm. it's almost like a Nostradamus prediction, right? Holy smokes. Um, An asteroid hits and ends global warming.
3: I mean, that's Um, also uh, one's on track to hit in 23 years. Yeah.
2: Krakatoa (laughs) has another eruption or the Yellowstone caldera explodes Sadly, what if we suffer a nuclear attack? I mean, these were things I wrote back in 2019. These are things that back then I wrote as a joke. These are unfortunately possibilities today. You know what I mean? I wrote kind of just trying to be funny. It was late at night when I wrote this. Um, Here's some other things that are happening. Um, Ongoing trade war with China escalates, raising material costs, curbing consumer spending and hurting corporate profits. It's happening every day right now. He's an extradamus, man. Corporate sharebacks fail to boost per share profits as much as they were expected. I wrote this back in 2019. Nothing political about this, but Democrats win the presidency, hurting the chance of Republicans to pass further fiscal stimulus legislation. In fact, possible repeal and increasing tax policies. And it goes on, and it goes on, and it goes on. It's about six pages of information that I that's
1: available if someone can download that? Yeah, so
2: if somebody goes to our website at thrivefinancialservices.com, I had our tech team have this. You just got to put your email in, and you'll have an automatic download to get that. And if you have questions after that, and you want to talk, come (coughs) on in for a cup of coffee. Call us at 215-798-9088.
1: Good stuff. David Bazaar. two years ago. Uh, worth the download, I would say. Roadmap to Retirement comes to a close. We thank all of our listeners for tuning in and absorbing uh, the great content that was provided on the show today by David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. Until we join you again one week from today, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody.